five um, rock radicals. Radicals away from the microphone right now. Five radicals. There's five radicals. You just you gotta stitch all the radicals together. Um, it's been like I don't know six weeks since we've recorded. Since we've recorded, and because uh, we've had a lot of one offers. Yeah. 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 There was some some good stuff that came out. Yeah. You know the the. Uh, and you know a bunch of a bunch of stuff happened in our own lives. Yeah. Paul went to Italy. And I went through a breakup. Yeah, and we're gonna cover it all on <laughs> today's episode of Opinions. We're uh, we're chilling outside. Um, My house. Connor's house. My parents' house. His parents' house. You might hear the birds. The ambiance. We got. There's a cricket like droning in the background. Yeah, yeah. We got the. Uh, we're surrounded by the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a black bear might come up and join us for the show. Yeah, I've never seen a bear here. Knock on wood. Uh, I don't got wood near me. I there. It's like it's probably like eight radicals away from yeah, me right now. I'm not. I'm not going over there. Yeah, there's a wooden fence kind of close. Uh, yeah, it's a little too far. So how? What? What? Uh, what order do you want to do this? Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I feel like I'll probably take longer. So with what? With uh, Italy, oh. talking about my trip to the uh, place on on uh, in part of Europe. Right, right. Oh yeah, like I, I I guess I have been texting stuff in our Discord, haven't I? Yeah, you you've said some things in the Discord. Uh, I, I I just have like ideas, one off ideas, and I'll like uh, send them to directly Paul, and he has no context. Yeah, he just like says says stuff. Uh, I gave the trolley, the trolley, absurd trolley problems. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the first one. I sent you the word cyan. Yeah, I had no idea, no idea why. Let's do, I think the trolley problem we can save for another day. Yeah, I feel like we can do that online, because then we're both looking at screens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you said CM. Cyan. Cyan. No idea what that was about. Well... The kingdom of Siam is more commonly known as Thailand. Okay. So it used to be called Siam. And now it's Thailand. And now it's Thailand. So I was thinking we could have like a... I think this was like a secret project. Where like before I... We, we make a lot of in-person episodes. To Ooh. have on the back burner. And then... If we're ever in a tight spot of like bad connection or whatever we just have the we have the project siam which was the stuff that i did before the the recordings that we did before i went to thailand okay because i'm planning to go to thailand that's yeah nice. yeah big big news connor's going to thailand. i i have an interview i had an interview last week or so and now i have to give a demo video to three of the representatives, a school representative, the recruitment office leader, and like uh, the admin, some admin. Okay, yeah. And they will be my quote unquote students who are quote unquote four years old. Quote unquote. So there's that. I have that tomorrow, which is in two days, Thailand time. 
Because it's like Monday morning for them and Sunday night for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, scheduling has been tough. And I've been, like, staying up later and later, I think, just to kind of, like, naturally Prepare. be on that. Yeah, like, to get on that. Because uh, then I can, you know, if they're, if they're like, hey, can you do a meeting, like, at noon our time, which is 1 a.m. our time, like, maybe I'll just... You're like, yeah, I'm awake then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll do, we'll, 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 uh, build up some bulk episodes. I mean, we do already have one that you, you got. Yeah, that was after go. I read, um, or I was in the middle of reading 100 Years of Solitude. Yeah. So we, we, we do have some stuff, uh, getting prepped. Um, yeah. Furthermore, you said, uh, I think there should be stricter rules with the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Oh, that's what I Okay, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> they're not eating hot dogs. They're eating wieners and bread. Yeah. Because... They, they take them apart. They take them apart, dip them in water. They dip the bread in water so it's soggy. Yeah. Eat it, and then, like, wiggle it down their belly, which I'm fine with. I'm, I'm cool with yeah, the, yeah, yeah. like, anatomy, like, you know, get your esophagus moving. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to eat a hot dog, you have to eat a hot dog. Like, they're not eating hot dogs. I agree. Yeah. Because, like, a hot dog is the the, the wiener in the bun. Uh, that's, like, the base level. Yeah. I would say... Wiener in bun. I would say, to spice it up, you got to do, like, maybe throw a condiment or two on there. Some onions. Right. Maybe make a chili dog. I don't know. But, yeah. What they're doing, it's not... Because I remember we, we had a challenge... It was a would you rather maybe, where it was like okay, oh I remember this. Every month you'd have to like challenge challenge what's his name? Uh, the Joey Chestnut. Yeah, it, all I'd have to do is eat one hot dog properly and I'd win. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> so you're finally answering the question after how many other episodes? All I have to do is eat one proper hot dog. Here's the thing though, I'm vegetarian, so that makes it tough. That's a little tough. Yeah. Right. A little hard to pull up. Okay, here's something I've noticed about being vegetarian. Everyone thinks that I still want to eat meat. And what I mean by that is, like, they're all they're like meat substitutes. Like, okay. this is a hamburger, but it's an impossible hamburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is meat sauce for your spaghetti, but it's impossible meat sauce, right? Yeah. And I don't know if impossible is a brand, but... It, it's, yeah, it's like the, I think, probably one of the more popular... It is probably one of the more popular... The uh, point like, is, I don't want... Meat like substitutes. You're, you're choosing to be vegetarian <laughs> because you don't want to eat meat. So yeah. if you're like, hey, you guys still want to eat some meat? That is not actually meat. Right. It's like I'm not craving a hamburger. Like you want the good old taste of meat, but it's not going to actually like go against your vegetarian, you know. Yeah. Like I'd much rather just eat a plant that yeah. looks like a plant. Yeah. <laughs> quinoa. I'm starting to really like quinoa. Quinoa, yeah. Um, yeah. Quinoa's great. You know, it's great. Yeah, I am. Um... But, like, if you go to... And then another thing is, like, you want to give me these impossible sandwiches? And they're really convincing. Mm-hmm. Like, even maybe for, for a vegetarian, at least, someone who doesn't eat meat, I don't remember what meat tastes like. Yeah, so I will say for me, obviously, you know, this show's known for the uh, Beefless Burger episode. Um, I can definitely tell the difference between a plant-based thing of meat and then... Meat, it meat. depends though. Does depend, um, but like, and there are times when I know this is a bean burger. Like the yeah. consistency of this is a. It bean doesn't burger. look like a yeah, yeah 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 yeah. That's that's also true. But like with Impossible, like I went to Burger King one time and I ordered the Impossible burger and I was like, I just 
Burger King, I don't trust you. Like, like, I, I feel like you're you like, messed I, up my order. You're like, I just sinned, yeah. and I had a whole hamburger, and I don't feel great about it. And they gave me these, like, mozzarella sticks, and I was like, okay, bet. And I was eating them, and I was like, this is chicken. And I was already, like, too deep, and I was like, oh, God. I was like, no wonder these mozzarella sticks tasted awful. Like, and then I just threw them out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <laughs> but being a vegetarian sucks in the sense that, like, People don't realize that, like, okay, m- m- many times, like, what are you having for dinner? It's like, oh, we're having chicken breast. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, well, that's it. That's where the conversation stops. Mm-hmm. Like, we're having yeah. burgers tonight. And it's like, okay, that's the meat you're having, but what, like, what are you? What are the, what are the sides? Yeah, you like, you're what? having rice, you're having, having some potatoes, mm-hmm. like, what, like, cauliflower, give me something. And it's like, oh, we're having hot dogs. And it's like, okay. bro, like... <laughs> not how this works exactly exactly and then and then vegetarian options that like like it's so great because i just i won't have to spend money anymore Mm -hmm. because i don't want to go out to eat because vegetarian options oh they're so bad so bad you have two Um, um, max unless there's like an actual restaurant that is known for just being like a vegetarian restaurant but yeah like restaurants that try to also have vegetarian options Mm -hmm. they're they're not getting by to eat. Well, they just put tofu in everything, and it's like... Yeah. I, I mean, I tofu. like tofu, but... But a lot of times I don't want it. Yeah. I yeah. like miso soup. Mm-hmm. Miso soup, actually, Gordon was telling me that it's good for, like, if you're craving meat as a vegetarian, miso soup's a really good supplement. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's also got good uh, gut health. A lot of probiotics oh, there you in miso go. soup. <laughs> there you go. Kombucha, kombucha, miso soup, cabbage, sauerkraut. It's kind of the, the moves now. I do like cabbage. Mm-hmm. Cabbage is okay. I'm not crazy about cabbage, I, honestly. I kind of, I like it. I've, I've had some good, some good cabbage in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I definitely think, <laughs> like, yeah, going vegetarian, you definitely want to go out to eat. Yeah, there's... You, you just... You wouldn't. Right, like... Like, my parents called me one day, and they're like, okay, we're at Wendy's, do you want anything? And I was like, no. Nothing. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing works. Maybe give me a Frosty? I don't know. <laughs> I said, give me fries. And that was it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing on that menu that satisfies. Like, all their salads have meat in it, you know? Right, they got, like, chicken salad, Caesar salad, yeah. fried chicken salad. <laughs> yeah, nothing is like vegetarian friendly and i don't like salads anyway i know that's really like, yeah it's terrible as a vegetarian as yeah well. that's you are making it so much harder for yourself just i love salads so. i don't it's tasteless that's why you have this dressing i don't want dressing oh my gosh <laughs> i'm not crazy about salad dressing and like lettuce is nothing spinach is better but like lettuce is so you'll eat a spinach nothing. salad yeah yeah i like spinach salad. okay yeah, no, I, I love salad. Um, you ever had like the wedge salad, which no. is half a half a lettuce wedge? Oh, I, I would hate that. <laughs> like maybe if like you made a bowl out of like a lettuce head. Okay. Yeah. Like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. But no. Or you can make like I love like lettuce wraps. You know, if you you're making like a lettuce wrap. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know for you could put like rice and tofu or whatnot in it, but. No, no, yeah, definitely. Like taco. Yeah, taco style, taco lettuce. lettuce. I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. 
yeah. So like kind of transition phase. Transition. I love <laughs> I love transition. Guys, don't worry. Next week, this week, this episode's a little bit strange because it's more of like a catch-up episode. Mm-hmm. Next week, we're bringing back Guy Carly. We're bringing back the Reddit. We're bringing back the Would You Rather. It's all coming back next mm-hmm. week. Yep. Uh, this week, you're just sitting with us outside as we have a, a an a, ambionic an ambionic yeah, conversation. Kind of, yeah, an ambionic. I mean, we had those wind chimes over there going for a little while, you know. Yep. It's very ambionic. Ambionic, yeah. <laughs> the ambionic. Um, yeah, so I, I went to Italy for four weeks. Two weeks I, I traveled with my brother, mm-hmm. and then two weeks I stayed at the same place to do a like a business project. Yeah, your whole family's like afraid, quote, that you're going to like move to Italy now. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we're going to lose Paul to Italy. I mean, I'd go to Italy. I'd stay in Italy. I'd yeah, de- I mean, my... F- Family's afraid they're gonna lose me to some I'd, other country. So. I'd move to Italy. Connor and I are gonna move to other countries. What, what can we say? <laughs> OC on the road, man. Yeah, OC on the road. Bring the like. This is what we've said. We've been building up. We have been. We, um, we have been. Yeah, I definitely feel like out of my family, I'd be the one most likely to go out of country. Mm-hmm. And I think you would probably be the most likely to do it for your family as well. Right. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah. Gordon has a child. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of locked in. Yeah, what Jay has a job, Ben Jay, has a girlfriend. Yeah, Meg and a job. Meg, I don't think she's interested. Meg is young. Young, she's young. She's just young. Emma probably wouldn't go somewhere by herself. No, yeah, it's kind of dangerous, probably. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, I yeah, can, D- I can see Dylan good. I could see Dylan. I just don't think he has the drive. He de- well, not drive. He just doesn't want to. Yeah, he's just not interested. Yeah, because he, I, I could see him doing it. Yeah, for sure. And he has the capability. Yeah, and he knows Spanish. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was in half the world to go to. Yeah, he, honestly, he <laughs> has that door is open. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah. So now our parents are worried about us leaving country. You know, let's go. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So Italy. <laughs> um, first two weeks I did with Jay. And uh, we ended up visiting 10 cities in 14 days. Is this only in Italy or did you travel? Only Italy. Wow. Stayed all in Italy. Wow. Um, So we flew into Naples. Okay. And Naples is the craziest city out of all the places we visited. Okay. In terms of... so, So the driving in Naples... Is the most chaotic thing you'd ever Did seen. Did you drive while you were in Italy? I the most I drove was a Vespa. Okay, cool. Um, you gonna get a Vespa? I want to get a Vespa. I want to move to there's, Italy. There's a scooter I, right now. I know. I do see the scooter. I've been looking at the scooter, Connor. It is not a Vespa. <laughs> not. It's a Zuma. It's a Zuma. No, I'm gonna go to Italy just so I can get a Vespa. I'm gonna stay there. I'm like, oh, now I got a Vespa. I guess I can't leave now. You can come to Thailand, and they got a lot of scooters. They do scooter a lot of... Really, all Asian countries, you got scooters everywhere. China? China, yeah, yeah. There's, like, scooter lanes in China. Yeah. Like, there's sidewalk, scooter lane, road. While in Italy, it's just, like, oh, free-for-all. There are pictures of uh, school buses in in Thailand, and I use that term very loosely because it's, like, one family will pile six kids on a scooter and go to school. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen those photos before. I think we've talked about it on the podcast, actually. Maybe. I mean, yeah, we're 200 episodes in. We probably talked about it. 
Yeah, we don't remember what we talked about. No, not, not anymore. Uh-huh. It's too far gone. Um, but, uh, yeah, so in Naples, they're driving. So, like, a four-way, like, meet, like stop, yeah. would uh, result with all the cars driving to the middle, like, right up next to each other, and then them, like, figuring out who's going to go first. Like weaving, bobbing, we, weaving. bobbing, weaving, and this is all while scooters are going in and out all the of all these cars. Yeah, it's just crazy. Also, every car there is this th- these tiny little Fiats, um, and all around the every every car in Naples, all around it, bumpers are dented and bruised, and it's like they're playing bumper cars right. in Naples. So, in the United States of America, everyone wants their born bred American Ford F one fifty truck. Yeah, is that true? In Italy, do they have trucks? They have big no. ass so SUVs. Jay and I, we played a game. Like when we got to, they were like, "We're gonna see how long it takes for us to see a truck." Okay. And it literally took us almost a week. Really? Until we saw an actual truck. I feel like they'd only have trucks in like where they would need them. Usually, like, like on a farm. The closest, <laughs> the closest like thing to a truck that like they have are like they're not necessarily trucks, but they're smaller, like carts yeah. that that you drive around in. Um, Mm-hmm. It's like the three wheel thing, like where the front cab has yeah. the one wheel and the two back ends have the two wheels with like the bed. Yeah. But they're not trucks. Right. Um, so yeah, you don't, you do not see a lot of trucks uh, while you're there. At least in the city. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I was in, I drove around the countryside and I didn't see many trucks either. Oh. Um, okay. But yeah, Naples, I mean, it, it was, it was pretty fun. Uh, we had a cab driver take us from the airport to the Airbnb. And then the next morning, we had him take us from... Same cab driver. Same cab driver. Coincidence. No, we, we told him. We were like... He was like, oh, we, I can drive you tomorrow. You got his WhatsApp. Yeah, I got his WhatsApp. And he drove us from Naples to Amalfi. Mm-hmm. We get into his cab, 11 a.m. Both of us have holding a beer. Get in. We start going. Can you open container? Open container everywhere. Really? Open container anywhere you want to go. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I bet Jay loved that. Jay really liked it. <laughs> um, we took advantage of that, yeah. Um, another reason why I should move to Italy. This is just going to be me talking about why I need to move to Italy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so on the on the drive there, like it's a like an hour and a half ride to Amalfi. And the reason why we took a cab is because there was no train. You could have taken a boat, but we wanted to take the cab. Um, also, I don't think we thought of the boat. Anyway. How is the cabbie's English? He had some pretty decent English. Yeah. He was a very energetic guy. Um, and, and you know, he, at one point, we pull off to a gas station, like, up in the mountains. And he's like, all right, let's go get some more drinks. We go in. Jay and I buy two more beers. We buy him a juice. Mm-hmm. He, you know, f- puts some air in his tires, and we keep on going. And we get to Amalfi. And so Amalfi, it's kind of in a valley, the, this, this town. And to get to our Airbnb, we had to drive through, like, the town center, almost, mm-hmm. uh, to go up. So we drove through the town center, then did some back and forth to go to our Airbnb, which was above the town, and we looked down into it. Oh, that's really nice. It was, it was, it was super pretty. Uh, was it, like, a compact? Is this a lot of buildings we're talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all... What color are these buildings? They're every color. You have, like, yellow, blue, red. Right. It... So not that many windows. It's more no. so walls. You had windows. But they're not like skyscraper windows, you know? Oh, no, 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 no. Right. No, 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 no. Not at all. Um, it's like countryside. I I will show you a, you a photo. Because, um, like, in the U.S., like, there are certain building protocols that you have to follow. But, like, with something like an older 
gets much old. These cities are much older than U.S. cities. Yeah. They kind of build it how they want. Yeah. But yeah, that's like mountainous. Mm-hmm. Um, hill living. Yeah, uh, yeah. On an edge. Yeah, the exactly. roads like. They weren't terrible. Were they like a lot curved, of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of them weren't built for two cars, even though they say every road's a two-road car um, or two-car road. <laughs> yeah. Um, they but anyway, functionally, they're yeah. one ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, like as we're going through the town center to get to our Airbnb, our driver the whole time, you know, he's looking around. He honks at girls when he sees them, you know, and okay. waves. Yeah. So we're like stopped, and he's looking to the right, just just off in the distance. Bit of a womanizer. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's what it is. I think it was just more of like, it, like I don't think it was. It's like an Italian thing. It's do. an Italian thing, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like he's looking to the right, not look, like paying attention. We're stopped, and then he starts to go again. Yeah. And he hits the dude. He hits a dude right in front of us. Not a car, a person. Oh my gosh. This dude was running across the road to. He was a waiter. He was going to the other side to go to his tables to wait. Oh my. And God. he just hits the guy in general. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> And um, that's a lawsuit. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And what happens is the waiter just comes up to the window. They speak some Italian, shake their hands, and then they just keep on going. We keep on going. I'm yeah, like, so you have no idea what they said? No, no. Right. But I was like, that's just crazy. We hit <laughs> hit the guy, and we just kept on moving. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we so we get to uh, we get to our Airbnb, super nice place, um, overlooking the city and whatnot. We then. Uh, Go down to the market. We take this path. So our, our hostess, we were wondering how to get back down. And she's like, oh, there's a path that you can take. It takes you to the back end of Amalfi. And we walk this path. We only pass one group of people on it. It's like a 30-minute hike. Mm-hmm. Just back end of Amalfi, you know. We're just looking at the lemon tree, like trees on the side of the mountains. Mm-hmm. No one out there. Mm-hmm. Su- super pretty. Um, and we kind of go to the beach for a little bit visit the church down there, have mm-hmm. some food. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we, we drink a decent amount. Uh, so for dinner, we had a bottle of wine. Oh my gosh, yeah. And then a lemon spritz. Yeah, this, the amount of alcohol you guys are consuming would put me in bed by like 2 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> like just, I would be dead and gone. <laughs> yeah, like... Um, and then we have a lemon spritz. So like the famous drink in Italy is... An Aperol spritz. Aperol. It's like a, you know, it's a type of liquor. Um, but in Amalfi, they're known for their lemons, so they had a lemon spritz. Mm-hmm. We had that, and then we decided we wanted to do the hike back up because we didn't want to get, in get a cab. I think we're like, yeah. it was a fun hike. Let's do it. We get two tall boy Peroni bottles. They were each like two euros. Mm-hmm. Do the hike back up. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. Um, and we get back, and Maria, so Maria also owned a cocktail bar above the Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Get another bottle of wine from Maria, and we go down to our Airbnb, mm-hmm. watch uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Okay. You probably don't know it. No, yeah. I don't watch TV. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a movie, <laughs> but nice, you were close. <laughs> um, and uh, then, at, at some point, we're, we're into 30 minutes in the movie, we're like, oh, we need to go see Maria again hostess we gotta go say what's up to her you know pretty lady no we just loved maria it was just like <laughs> maria we'd be like oh maria you know okay so we went back up cocktail bars closed we're like oh no right 
Turn the corner, Jerry's Pub, wide open. We walk in, we're the only people in. Wow, Jerry's Pub. Jerry's Pub, booming. Booming at midnight in Amalfi. Nice. Um, Is it like a stay up late kind of culture? No. No. Not really. Um, Is there like a siesta time like in Spain? Not necessarily. I will say like when we were in Naples, like that one night we were only in Naples, we went out to get a drink maybe around 9 or 10, Mm -hmm. and we were just sitting in this little plaza and we would just see, a, this was on a Friday or Saturday, mm-hmm. and we would just see a continuous wave of like 16 to 19 year olds walk mm-hmm. past us. And we're like, what is going on? Well, yeah, just walking in groups. Yeah, like big groups going out for the night. Yeah, people would do that in Spain just at like 12. <laughs> like seriously, because like the siesta, they don't go to bed to like... Yeah. Two at the earliest. Yeah, they're up all night. Yeah. It's like crazy. Yeah, um, for real. Anyway, after like the long night, you know, Jerry's Pub, a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Um, the next day we go to Capri, which is the island where like all the celebrities go to. Mm-hmm. It's also where like the ancient kings of Italy would go to vacation as well. Mm-hmm. Get to Capri, um, do a boat tour around the island to look at the different grottos. You know, there was like a heart grotto and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, some neat places. We got to swim in the water. The water was super refreshing. It wasn't too hot, not too cold. Also extremely clear. Like, we would be swimming in the water and you could see our feet still. Oh, like, that's at the bottom. Like, I'd be like swimming here and you'd be, you know, what, six, eight feet away from me and I could see your feet at the bottom of the oh, water. Oh, wow. Like, it was... Beautiful. This is this is like what? Where is this? It's not a pool. Capri. This is the ocean. Yeah. The sea. Crazy. I think it was called. I, I I don't know the name of the sea, but it was the water was so beautiful. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see some beaches like that. I yeah. think they got that in Thailand. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Um, they got really cool boats in Thailand. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> they got cool like canoes. Like just like boat. Yeah, like like the Thailand canoe. Like, I have no idea what this book's, this boat's actually called. <laughs> but you're going to call it the Thailand Canoe. <laughs> but, like, if you, I, I could just, like, look up Thai boat. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Map? A restaurant? The Thai boat restaurant? Let's go. <laughs> it's a restaurant. No, but you've never, yeah, you've seen these boats before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they're cool. They're really cool. And um, then, like, look at... Yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, so, <laughs> ugh. In, uh, in Capri, Jay, like, went out for a hike while I napped for a bit. Okay. And he ran into, like, a, like a celebrity, you know, a famous baseball player. Uh, that he knew. That he, he knew of, yeah, A-Rod. You know, he's like a... I obviously don't know baseball, so I don't know how don't know how big he is. Yeah, yeah, but you know, Jay knew him. Um, had a great dinner there. It was our most expensive dinner, but it was also probably our best. How expensive was it? It was two hundred euro. Oh wow! Yeah, the euro and the USD are very cool. close right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, our our dinner overlooked Mount Vesuvius, like on the other side of the ocean. Okay. Um, and you know, we had like a full course. So you were like in a bay. This is like a... We're like up, up a little bit on the hill of Capri, and then we looked over. I wonder, did the, did the, did you pick up the back crack? Oh. I hope it did. Yeah, that was, I hope the mic picked good. that up. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, this was like a full course meal. We we ordered three total things. We ordered like a appetizer of prawns, mm -hmm. a main dish of a red snapper, and then a dessert of like a four chocolate dish. Okay. Before the prawns, we get a bunch of different bread, um, like a chickpea appetizer, okay. uh, like these tomato shot, like basil shots, uh, all before our actual appetizer that we ordered. Then we got our main dish. And then before we get our like chocolate dessert, we got a creme brulee. Mm -hmm. And then after our <laughs> main dessert, we got another like three things of like a salted caramel and apricot jelly. Mm -hmm. And then like this lemon cake with a raspberry on it. So they just gave us so much additional stuff. It yeah, was... that's like something. It, it's almost like, as a you know mm. American, we, we kind of like imagine what Italian dinners are like. And yeah, it's kind of like what it's leading yeah. up to it. Also, know? it was like a three-hour dinner. So it's very yeah, yeah. so so in Italy, there's no like turnover of tables like in the U.S. It's like oh hour in hour out, right? Yeah, they don't. In care. Italy, if you have that reservation at seven thirty, you are there until eleven. Wow. It's a three-hour-plus dinner. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was nice. Jay and I just sat there. The, the waiter doesn't come up and be like, so what are you guys doing today? Yeah. Right? No. <laughs> like, no, we had great yeah. conversations with our waiters. You know, we were just talking to them about, like, what they did here in Italy. And... Right. They're not trying to push you out the door. No, no. Yeah. They're like, so are we uh, feeling good? Are we, uh, can I take these plates out of the way? Good, and they had good English. Yeah. They both had good English. Also... They were so on top of it with the service. Now, there weren't a whole ton of tables, like, booked here. But the minute my water got, you know, a quarter full, they'd fill it back up. The minute my wine got, you know, to a couple sips left, they'd fill it back up. Like, I never had to touch any bottle. Nice. I was like, that's good, good service. crazy service. Mm -hmm. um, so the next day, we take the ferry again to Sorrento. Sorrento wasn't like a... It was a, a really beautiful place, but there wasn't a whole lot to do there. Um, we did go to an Irish pub while we were there. That's uh, fun. I feel like Jay has I like... go to an Irish place in Italy. You know, why not? <laughs> um, I, feel like, I feel like Jay has like a sensor in him that allows, allows him to detect any Irish pub. In oh, a, in that a, makes sense. You know, so we ended up at this place. I want you to look at this menu. These are the drinks. Just the drinks. That they have. beer. No, no, these are like their cocktails. Uh, they call them the sexy drinks. I want you to read the names out loud. Sexy drinks. Big, big, big tits. That's the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Slow, comfortable screw. Okay. Against the wall with a kiss. It's kind of kind of sexy. Mm -hmm. Sex on the beach. We know that one. Italian stallion. Okay. <laughs> organic. Just says organic. Or orgasmic, maybe I don't know. Or let me see. Which it's just one? organic. It literally just says organic. Yeah, organic. Um, golden dreams. Oh, the next one is called. Then there's orgasm. Then there's orgasm. <laughs> White lady. A little weird. Uh, erotica. That's okay. And the last one, sixty-nine. Just nice. the wildest drink menu <laughs> I've ever saw. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's that is a pretty. Wild drink menu. Yeah. Um, organic, and then were they like thinking that organic related to orgasm? I have no like, idea. Maybe? I, like, They're like, oh, if we stretch it? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, after we, uh, you know, Sorrento, we leave Sorrento to Pompeii. Um, you know, in Pompeii, we, uh, we got to visit the rooms. The ancient ruins of Pompeii, you know, destroyed in 79 AD by Mount Vesuvius. Mm -hmm. 
this place, it, it was one of the coolest, coolest parts of the trip. Um, so in Pompeii, as you enter the city, you're you're walking up this this hill to get into the city. Mm-hmm. And, and Paul's showing me a photo. I'm showing Connor a photo of it. I'll, I'll describe it as best as I can. But you're walking Is up. Jay in the bucket hat. Pra, let me see. Yeah, yeah, Jay's, really? Jay's okay. in the bucket hat. So we're, you walk up to enter the this, this city here. To the left would be the port where people used to park their boats. Okay. Now, some facts about Pompeii. Vesuvius erupted for 36 hours when it went off. Okay. There was no lava. It was all ash. Okay. And uh, the eruption, in about 10 to 16 hours, that's how long it took to kill all the people in Pompeii. No, no, I know. It's just kind of a gruesome statistic. Kind of dark, right? Um, But also, because of how much ash there was, it added an additional around three kilometers of land to... So, like, where we were standing, that, like, where you were looking, like, the entrance into the city, the water used to go up to there. Yeah. But if I were to, like, turn around, there would have been an additional three-plus kilometers of land now. Just because of that. Of all the ash that that came out of the, the volcano. Yeah. Um... Right when you get in, even before the city, there's an all-male bathhouse. Weird. And the reason why they knew this is because attached to it was a brothel. Oh, wow. And in Pompeii, there were over 80 brothels. Wow. Um, I mean, that's not unusual, I think. No, no, no. Uh, um, back then. Uh, I'm gonna even sh- now. I bet you there's a lot of brothels. No, I'm sure. But 80 for just one port town? <laughs> I see it. I think brothels are a little more underground nowadays. Oh, wow. We got a so, old, old photo. So you can kind of scroll. That's a little weird. So you can kind of... So I have Connor looking at... Uh, There's a man with a tentacle as a, so, as so a wiener. Almost, I, have, like. I, have, I have Connor looking <laughs> at this photo right now that's uh, into the, the entrance into the brothel. It had numbers aligned with different, I guess, activities you wanted to engage in. Because not everyone spoke the same language either, so they need to illustrate it. Right. So, Connor, if you can scroll through, you can kind of see... Oh, there's a scroll. Yeah, just kind of go through... different sex positions. Yeah, there's different sex positions for different numbers, you know, like, I'm the num- like eventually it, it starts getting into, like, adding additional people. It looks like um, five is doggy style. Yeah, it's... And there are a lot of, like, additional people. Yeah. A three is just a traditional blowjob. Yeah, it's... It was just... Or maybe that's a four. I, I don't know. It's kind of... It looks like there's, like, a little dimension to this picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, there are two ones. That'd be two. No. No, it goes one... Okay, the two... One, one is two. Yeah, and the two is just kind of... The two looks like a one, is what I'm saying. So uh, it looks okay. like it's one. And well, Connor, it's 2,000 years old. It can't hold up that well. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But a four... A four is a blowjob. A five looks like that's... Five is whenever you get more than one person. And, like, six looks like... I don't know what's going on in the later like ones. It looks like a spank party. <laughs> it looks like they are spanking. That's all they're doing. Yeah, it is. Come here to spank. Or, like, yeah. I don't, I but, don't yeah, it was, it was just wild. <laughs> um, it is sexual. It sure. is very sexual. It, oh. it, it is. It looks like the brothel was legal. Oh yeah, I feel like they're yeah, yeah. brothels. They had like really they had they had right they had like penises like pointing in directions of brothels. Oh wow! In the city, also 
Um, so Pompeii was covered before Catholicism got to the city. So obviously once Rome adopted Catholicism, it kind of spread throughout all of Italy. All right. But it didn't reach Pompeii at that point. Yeah. So in Pompeii, you have a lot of, you can kind of see what ancient Italy was yeah, like you before. Can, you can see like the... Before all the censoring happened. So... Oh, before so, they made it Christian. Christian, yeah. So beforehand... <laughs> no sex. No <laughs> sex. Uh, so beforehand, uh, the like penis was a symbol of good luck. Okay. So it was in jewelry and art yeah. and yeah. it was everywhere. Like the, the famous phallic, the famous thing was like the phallic with like wings. That was oh. a fa- like this is all stuff they found and is now the Museum of Naples. That's nuts. Um now kind of literally nuts. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> um and like statues would have it exposed and whatnot. Like you can see if you go to Rome, a lot of the statues or paintings mm-hmm. now cover cover up the genitalia with like a fig leaf. That's yeah. where the fig leaf came from. Right, right. Also, the good luck symbol changed from genitalia to the chili pepper. Yeah, I was you know, curious. That's that's kind of what that came from. Really? Wow. Is that is that the story you're gonna tell me? Yeah. That, uh, that used to be <clears throat> the penis. Yeah, I, I got I did I got Connor a, a chili pepper from Italy, mm-hmm. and and the lore behind it is you cannot buy the chili pepper for yourself because mm-hmm. you can't buy luck. Mm-hmm. You have to if it's gifted to you, then it is lucky. And I and I gifted one to Connor a little. And it worked. It worked. Yeah, you te- you also put that in the Discord. You were like, it was like the day that I gave it to him, or the day after. He's like, "Yo, chili pepper already worked." And I'm like, yeah. "What?" What happened was, I was watching a stream. Okay, Pokemon Unite, right? Okay. And uh, Pokemon Unite, they recently added a feature where you can voice talk. You know, okay. you just plug in headphones to your Switch, and you can you have comms right there with your team. So, I've been, like, looking for my headphones, but I haven't been able to find them for the longest time. So, I had the chili pepper, and I just put it, like, I wasn't wearing pockets, so I kind of, like, stuffed it into my, the hem of my shorts. Yeah. And, like, right away, I find, I find the headphones. I'm like, oh, cool. And then, like, the streamer, he's like, okay, type your name, type this command in chat, and you'll be put into a drawing to play with me. Okay. I put my name in and I got it, man. <laughs> like so I so I queued up with like a professional player and that is so played cool. with him and I had comms. So he didn't he didn't put comms in he didn't put the microphone so I couldn't see, hear him because I turned off the stream just for like ping because mm-hmm. the lag would Yeah, if there. you had too much going on the internet would start to start to die. Right. So this is it's mostly me talking to him on but it's cool because I can go back and watch the stream and kind of like, you know, listen to it. That is cool. Yeah. And uh, read the chat while it happened. Cause I, I, it's Did a, you carry? It's a chat that I'm... No, we lost, unfortunately. Uh, I played support. It, it was it was like a really bad... We had a bad team comp and the other team had a very good team comp. Uh, okay. And they were five people. Like it was yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, a preset team. So yeah, they, they kind of beat us there. But yeah. like it wasn't from play. It was more so just from team comp, I think. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, that's cool. But yeah, it worked, man. The chili pepper worked. I was like, man, this is so cool. And like, I like gave shout outs to like people in the chat because I'm pretty active in the chat. I know uh-huh. the usernames and everything. Um, it was cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the chili that's pepper. Cool. That honestly. is cool. Um, but yeah, the the so <laughs> so uh, back to back brothels. to back to brothels. No, back to ancient Pompeii. Um, 
there were two there were 17 years of earthquakes like leading up to the eruption oh so it's like they guys like, do you think they're like guys do you it's think just the thing it's just happening it's just pompeii it's just pompeii that's why like the and then shakes here. and two weeks before the eruption there was a very like a 9.2 magnitude earthquake yeah and so you can like in the rooms you can see like areas where they were already reconstructing from right. like damages before right like one of the like um rooms where they would make like jury decisions collapse yeah. so all the pillars were cut to an even level and they were going to rebuild them wow. obviously that never happened but like you would see like roofs collapse that they were going to work on never yeah, got finished architectural evidence um, of yeah 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 furthermore like in the uh houses so for dinner for pompeii you'd never really eat breakfast lunch might have been like something short and quick like, yeah. you'd go to this area where they'd have these big pots with food in them, and you'd get something, and then you'd keep on going. Mm -hmm. Dinner was the big meal. Dinner was around 16 to 20 courses of food. That's crazy. Which is a whole lot of food. Yeah. It was also rude not to eat everything. So at uh, some point, these vases would be brought out for you to throw, throw up, up into. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, that is brutal. Yeah, that's crazy. I wouldn't want to be a bulimic eater. Yeah. yeah. It's not, not <laughs> ideal. Also, like... This was kind of for all of Italy at the time. All the water pipes in the city were lead. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. That's <laughs> out the poison. Yeah. yeah, it was not It was not a great combo. I mean, I'm glad that they did all of this so that we know not to. Exactly. We have I, learned. We have learned don't live in a highly earthquake area, mm -hmm. volcanic area. That's Especially if there's been 17 years of earthquakes going on. 17 years of earthquake, kind of a bad sign. Kind of not a great, yeah, not a great sign. Secondly, lead. Thirdly, <laughs> I don't know. Bulimia. But yeah. I feel like that still happens. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. The um, One of like the craziest things that they told me was the only reason why Pompeii was destroyed was because of the wind that day. If the wind was heading another direction, mm -hmm. it could have been like the ancient city of Naples we were rediscovering because right. Naples is on the other side. It was yeah. just primarily due to the wind that blew all the ash over over Pompeii. Well, that's like, you know, with the bopping of uh, some bopping, the, the bopping, the dropping of the hydrogen bombs on on Japan. Okay. It was originally supposed to go to a different city, but it was raining there that day, so they went to really? like. Nagasaki. That is like, crazy. Like, I can't remember which. Yeah, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Yeah, and, and I don't know which one would not have gotten bombed had there been rain. That is crazy. Right? Yeah. So, like, I think in the city, it's like, you know, there's some kind of, like, idiom that has to do with the weather. Like, cursing the weather, but, like, ironically, because it saved their lives. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. Um... It's cool. It's a little disturbing. Yeah. No, it is. Like, <laughs> hey, but like, it, yeah. it definitely satisfies that human curiosity of like why we do things. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The other the other neat thing we we learned was like Pompeii is only sixty six percent discovered, so there's still like a whole lot for them to figure out. Yeah, and I'm sure like there's definitely enough interest there that they're not going to stop. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. We also learned about gladiators. So the average height. Back then was around five two, so they were short, very short. But they were also chubby. They weren't like shredded, you know, yeah. like Russell Crowe and Gladiator. Right, right. They were because fat was easier to stitch up and you know put you back out, uh, while muscle took longer to heal. Okay. Um, further, I mean, but still, like 
you got a big beefy guy, I'm yeah. not going to fight him. Oh, no. Yeah. Furthermore, like, they never really fought to the death. Th- that was more like criminals they would pit against each other. Okay. Gladiators were more like your modern-day WWE fighters. Gotcha. It was all, like, staged. It was staged. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Were they, like, indentured? Were they slaves? The gladiators? Some of them were, but not all of them. Okay. It, it definitely depends. They were more like celebrities? Yeah. No, like, they're in like Pompeii. John Cena. In Pompeii. They, like, have found writings all over the city of people, like, praising this one gladiator because mm-hmm. he was, like, doing so great. Yeah. So I was like... Also, there was a your mom joke in Pompeii, like, transcribed. Really? Like, this one kid was, like, making a joke. Um, uh-huh. Like, a your mom joke. Uh-huh. And then another kid, like, responded to it on the walls. So, like, right. the, like in Pompeii, you would just, like, write on walls to make messages well, or, yeah, like, advertisements I mean, or whatnot. Graffiti. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, that's kind of funny. Um, anyway, after Pompeii, the next day we go to Rome. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of, like overview everything like we saw the coliseum which was really cool uh the coolest thing that i learned about the coliseum is they used to hold naval battles in there so they fill it halfway up with water Whoa. and have ships and just do naval battles that's really cool i'm like how do you get water in there and then how do you get a ship in there like uh, what uh, yeah that's, that's <laughs> um impressive. saw the roman forum went to vatican city uh the pantheon mm-hmm. trevi found oh like all of it was was really cool stuff um and then the day that we were going to leave to go to Florence... Wait, we, you went to the Pantheon? The Pantheon? I thought that was in Greece. No, no, it's a big, big building in, in Rome. Oh. Oh, and it's also 2,000 years old. Uh, it was built in, like, 100 AD. Hmm. Um, but the day that we were leaving to go to Florence, we visited the catacombs before we left. Oh, very... Yeah, and Jay, Jay told me about this. Actually. Catacombs... Or maybe you told me. I, yeah, I don't know. The catacombs were really cool, though. Um, so the catacombs... From, from what they know, they, they think they span across like 500 to 700 kilometers yeah, so far. I heard. Which they're still discovering to this day. And the coolest fact we were told, from Rome to Florence, it's about 200 kilometers. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, around 175 miles. Yeah. I'm just kind of guessing here. You can walk underground from Rome to Florence through the catacombs. Yeah, that's what I think Jay told me that. That's I'm nuts. Like, that is crazy. Yeah. That That's is like Game insane. Of Thrones, man. Yeah, that is wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, the catacombs were awesome. Um, for Florence, I mean, did we went to? Uh, so Florence has something called the Duomo, which is the second biggest basilica behind St. Peter's, which we mm-hmm. did see in Rome. Mm-hmm. And that eve, like the first evening we got in Florence, we went to Michelangelo Square, where there was a copy of the Statue of David, and we watched the sunset. And, like, you were looking over Florence. So you saw the Duomo just stick tower above every other building. It was oh, it was really awesome. Um, but the next day in Florence, so it was like, we got there after doing the catacombs, mm-hmm. did the step, you know, watched sunset everything. Then the next morning was the Vespa day, okay. which was the day Jay and I were very excited for. Oh, yeah? yeah. Um, to drive Vespas? Get to drive Vespas, yeah. You don't so, need a license or anything? No, no, no. So we get, so we, there's about 16 of us. We take these two vans about 20 minutes into Tuscany country. We're in a city called Fiano, or not even a city. It's like a small town, Fiano, and we are at a winery. So we're going to end up eating eating lunch there. We, the, the dude at the winery kind of shows us around. He told us, like, one of the crazy things, and this is just, like, something you don't have in the U.S., in 2001, they were doing renovations of the winery, so mm-hmm. they were tearing up the floor, and they found, like, 
ancient catacombs underneath their their building, mm-hmm. like old burial really and like cool, storage yeah. units. I'm like, yeah, you how do you, you just run into that? <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, for the Vespas, so before we actually took them on the road, they had us test drive. Okay. So they brought up these two really old beat up Vespas. You can be told they've been through some shit. Mm-hmm. And we were going to do laps in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you pass the test? So yeah, yeah, I passed the test. So not everyone did. Like okay. some people would get on it and fall over. Yeah, like or, they you know, just didn't have the strength. They just couldn't. Well, the interesting, the weird thing about the Vespa is for turning. So you don't, you can't lean to turn. It's all with the arms. Yeah. So it's just you're turning your arms and looking in that direction that you're turning to move. I mean, yeah, I, I drive a yeah, scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you kind of get it. Um, but, like, the natural instinct is to, like, lock up your arms. So it's very it was hard to adjust to. You're trying to, to lean? You can lean a little on a scooter. You couldn't really do it with the Vespa, because the Vespas are so smaller than... Oh, they're smaller than that. ...than your Zuma. Um, but, yeah, yeah, there are people who... There are motorcycles who give me the wave when really? I'm driving that, yeah. Not very often. Like respect. It's, it's about, like, I'd say 40%. Well, I respect them. Yeah. You know? And I always, like, I always wave back, but, like, I never initiate the wave when I'm on that thing. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. Exactly. Waving on the waving on the scooter. Yeah, and, yeah, and like, so many. But I, I figured that if I look cool, so, like, if I'm wearing my shades, I got, a, like, a jean, jean jacket on or something, like, I'll get more waves. Uh, that's true. It's all about how you look. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the fit. But if uh, I'm, if I'm, like... If I if I just kind of look silly, then I get less like, They're like, yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. Trying to fit in. Wearing, like, athletic shorts and, like... <laughs> yeah, a, a t-shirt. A hoodie. Like, yeah. yeah. It's kind of like... Oh, um, but, yeah, so so it came to the point, like, where he was going to start saying, like, the first people who he was going to let ride the best because he goes, you, 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 and you. You guys are good. Jay and I were both in that first group. We were like, oh, my gosh, thank you. Mm-hmm. We did not want to, like, not be able to ride the best but mm-hmm. Out of the, like, 15 of us who, like went there mm-hmm. eight of us were allowed to drive wow so three people had to ride on the back of the three instructors we had okay two people rode on the back of their significant others okay and two people just weren't allowed they had to go back to the winery and do wine tasting with some of the other people who were already oh just going to do wine tasting god that sucks yeah <laughs> oh, once we were on the road though oh it was so fun yeah to just like zoom around on that little thing they didn't give you a cute italian to be on your back no, I that didn't. Been kind of nice. I did not. It was my first time riding a scooter. I was like, I am not taking anyone. I'm not taking anyone on my. It definitely is different. Like once you, um... like, have you taken? Yes, I have. Yeah, and it changes it. But like, like first, like, you're really scared. You don't take your hands off the steering mm-hmm. at all. But then, like, you realize that kids in Thailand, this is their school bus, so it's kind of like, okay, I understand yeah. now. Yeah, yeah I yeah. take my oh, like. Um, yeah, I had a lime green Vespa and Jay had a white one. Nice lime green, bro. lime green <laughs> stood out. I loved it. Yeah. Um, but I'm, in my in my head, I'm picturing orange. Was there any orange? I have a photo of all the Vespas I can show you. Oh wow! Because especially the beat up one, I'm picturing an orange one. Well, I did see an orange one later that trip that I did take a photo of that was really cool. Um, but it was like at the end of my trip in Ancona. I'll show you this one. This was the orange one that I did see. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Vespas definitely smaller. look different. Yeah, they're smaller than mine. Um, but no, the Vespas that we rode on, um, here's the lineup of them. Uh, yeah, that's a, 
That's an assortment of colors. No, no like purple. red, pink, red. blue. <laughs> no orange, but yeah. not a single one of them repeats. Yeah. Purple, pink, celeste, black, lime, white, gray, uh, uh, <laughs> it's like a blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's, a sky blue. It's not Celeste, though. And then dark blue. It looks like they're two blacks. Depends if that last one is a... Or or two dark blues. I, I don't know. I don't remember, so... But, um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. And afterwards, we got the winery, which is really good. Um, and then went back. But it was... What are you... Well, this is your tourist aspect of it, right? Yeah, yeah. But then week two or week three, you get more into the work. It's like staying, yeah, yeah. So, like, after Florence, we go to Cinque Terre, which was, like, it's a collection of five cities that make up a national park. Each city is in a valley, and you can hike to each one. But it's a pretty brutal hike because you go up a mountain, down a mountain, up a mountain, down a mountain. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a really cool place. Like, we just hung around. Our... Airbnb there was the only Airbnb we had that didn't have air conditioning the whole time. Uh, so it was, it was hot when we slept. Um, also the home of where pesto comes from. So I had some really good pesto, like a pesto pasta with clams and mussel. I had a pesto pizza. Mm-hmm. All really good there. Uh, after Cinque Terre, we went to Venice. Mm-hmm. Venice was really cool. Uh, a lot of like glassware everywhere, um, obviously because of like Murano. The second day there, we visited Murano, mm-hmm. and we did a tour of one of the glass factories. I feel... Wait, Murano's not Venice. Well, Venice is, like, the bigger island. Murano's next to it. Gotcha. I feel like Venice is cheesed up. Is this true? A little bit. It, it is really cool because there's no cars or scooters whatsoever. It's all... It's all walking. Water. Oh. Well, to get around, people just walk. Walk. They don't do the water cabs. Well, people do. But is that, like, like a tourist thing? I think so. Yeah. I mean, no, there's actual, like, water cabs that, yeah. like, run destinations kind of like a bus would, like a bus route, but okay. for a water cab. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the gondolas and stuff, that's more touristy. Tourist, yeah. Um, but, yeah, for Murano Glass, we visited the glass factory, and while we're there, you know, we're walking around, we're seeing these furnaces where they keep, like, different colors of glass. So, like, some furnaces would only have one type of glass, like the primary, you know, white or gray, and sure. some furnaces would have, like, red in the back left or blue in the back right. But these furnaces were 3,000 degrees Celsius, uh, Fahrenheit. That's nuts. Like, I felt like I was touching the sun. I stood... Wait, you touched it? No. <laughs> but, like, at one point, Jay and I are standing with our backs to it as our, our guide's talking. And in two minutes, it's just all sweat. Like, yeah. we are just dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people work there, you know, all day. And they yeah. hold these big, big, like, poles where they get the glass on the end yeah. so they can, like, roll it. Yeah. And our guy was like, here, I'm going to have you hold this pole so you can see how heavy you are. Hold the pole. The pole's like 80 pounds. Yeah. Then he's like, like... a bar press. Yeah. Then he's like, now I'm going to apply how much pressure, how much like the glass would weigh. He applies the pressure and immediately it just well, tips yeah. the other way. And I bet, I, I don't but, know, like how heavy is the glass? It's like it 40 pounds, 8, like it depends on how, like the bigger, uh, like more but glass they add. I feel add, like just because of how long the pole is, like yeah. even if it was only 8 pounds, it'd feel like a lot. Yeah. It, I mean, it felt like I was holding over 200 pounds when you apply that pressure. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, eventually the glass gets to a side where they need, like, a tr- like a trolley to put it on oh, so wow. it can move it, and they need, like, two people. Well, um, you're... Well, I guess the people who work these things, they... Maybe not 
shredded but meaty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, gladiator esque. Yeah, gladiator esque. Um, <laughs> now, while we're here, I, I mean, I've done shopping throughout the whole trip, but there's two things I got in Italy and in, in Venice that I want to bring up. Also, furthermore, like I've had a lot of gelato throughout the whole journey. Um, I'll talk about like my final takeaways at the end, though. Uh, so, in Venice, there were two main things I bought. So, I got a Bialetti Mocha Express maker. Okay. So. In Sorrento, it was the third place or fourth place we stayed at. Our host had this coffee maker. She's like, do you know how to use it? I'm like, no. So she showed me. I made it the next day, and it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'd find this kind of design in other places, so I kept on making this coffee. The design was made by the company Bialetti in 1933, and it's mm -hmm. been like the same ever since. There's a lot of like knockoffs of it. Um, but in Venice, there was an actual Bialetti store where I could buy this maker from the actual company that made the design nice and it's like a permutation like that's how it makes the coffee so you have you know it's it screws off the bottom you put the coffee grounds in like a little holder waters underneath it screw it back on and then it permutates up through and fills like the container above it very intricate i can make you some you know i, ha I bought the maker so i have it i have only instant cup coffee right now so yeah yeah, you, you would want that. Yeah. Um, also, coffee is very different in Italy. So a cafe is just an espresso shop. Yeah. And then, you know, you have your cappuccinos. You can't get cappuccinos past 11. Um, A.M.? Yeah. Don't really? do it. Just don't do it. Um, just don't do it. Don't it's... do it. Yeah. Well, I mean... Like, if you do, they'll be like, what? What is this guy? The, then, you're, then you get the tourist look if you get the, a cappuccino past 11. Well, the latest I had coffee in Costa Rica was four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's different. Yeah. Also, like, if you order a cafe americano, it is, you maybe, you get, you still get less coffee than you would for, like, a small coffee from McDonald's. Like, you don't get a lot of coffee. Right. And, like, the, the Bialetti, oh, you can definitely hear this plane. Yeah, it's a big plane. That's a... Well, it, not necessarily a big plane. It's just flying low. And it's right above Oh, it's us. a helicopter. Oh, it's a helicopter. We got a helicopter. Military grade. We got that ambiance. <laughs> Gotta love the ambiance. Um, but yeah, the the Bialetti that I bought, the Mocha Express that I bought, was called. A, it's like a three cup variant, but it is not even one cup of what you would normally drink in the morning. It's very different. It's a very strong blend. Um, it's a very different way of drinking coffee. Wait, do you mean by volume? Volume, yes. Okay. So, but how much coffee's in it? A lot, I assume. It's like two scoops. So, like, coffee to water ratio, you have a lot of coffee. Right. So, you're still getting a cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah just, yeah. it's sh not as much volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why people, like, do a lot of espresso. Yeah. Like, I would, you would walk into a cafe, walk up to, like, the counter, order the espresso, they bring it to the counter, you'd sit there for couple minutes, Wait till take the espresso, cool. Cool. and then yeah. leave. Like, you just do it at the counter. Yeah. Um, anyway, the other thing I saw in uh, Venice, and I, I sent this to the Discord, uh, we were walking down the street with a lot of stores, you know, different Murano glass stores, you know, leather stores, clothing stores. And, and this Japanese. one clothing store, <laughs> this one clothing store was doing a Pokemon, an exclusive Pokemon collab. Oh, that's cool. Uh, with a bunch oh, of different... Oh, collab. Yeah. Okay, that is cool. A bunch of different stuff, and I was like, I can't not buy anything. 
So you get some shorts. So I bought some Pokemon Pikachu yellow swim trunks. Oh, they're swim trunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. And you, you know, um, your dad just got a pool. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I guess it works out, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it was really cool. Uh, anyway, after Venice, then we go to Ancona. Jay leaves. He gets out of there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'm like with my, my students for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your students. My students. You're the well, professor. No, yeah, my bad. <laughs> my classmates. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm talking like as if I'm you. My students. You know? <laughs> so OU, there were 18 of us total uh-huh. from OU. Ohio uh, University. Ohio University. Yeah, I guess some clarification. Uh we were also working with a students from Italy. They were Italian master's students. So in Italy, a bachelor's degree is three years and a master's is two. Uh-huh. Um, so we were working with some master's students from Italy. We were working with some students from Germany, some students from Tunisia, some students from you know other places in South Africa. And I'm guessing they all know English. All know English. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for this like business project, there were four separate companies, and each company had two projects. Mm-hmm. So we were split up into eight groups. Um, in my group, I was with a student from Ohio University. Yep. Uh, her name was Gia. I was with a student from Italy, mm-hmm. whose name was Madalina. Mm-hmm. And then I was with a student from Germany, and his mm-hmm. name was Mohammed. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to work with a company called Rainbow, and they are a... TV and movie production studio, an animation studio. Oh, nice. We we visited their headquarters in Loretto. And, you know, while we're there, we like, walk into their animation studio and they're animating like a Pinocchio show they're releasing in yeah. Italy. And they had like a kindergarten that their Dang. workers could bring their kids to, yeah. to, you know, get taught. Also, they could test products, you know, for Yeah, them. with their kids. Yeah, yeah. Because so the big show they're known for, it's called Winx Club, came out in 2004. It's a cartoon with fairies. Um, it's been running for a long time. There's been a lot of like movies and you know yeah. live action. Well, not live action, but movies and uh, animated stuff. And what we were specifically our group, what we were working for, they released a Netflix original like live action adaptation of that show for a more mature audience called yeah. Fate: The Wink Saga. And season two is coming out this year in the fall. And with the launch of season two, they're also launching an online website where you can buy merchandise okay. for the show. And that's your job? Our job was to pitch recommendations of products they should sell on their store. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was really cool. Yeah. I, I think it was definitely one of the cooler projects out of the eight that, that there were. Yeah. Um, and my group was really, really awesome. I did get to learn, know a lot of the Italian students. So the first night we all meet, our professor has the OU students sit every other seat. So we have to sit by people we don't know. Right. I sit beside uh, an Italian student. Her name was Marie Juliet. Uh-huh. Uh, across from her was a girl named Lorena. Uh-huh. And then there was another Italian student called Federico. And then Mohammed sat next to me. Okay. Mohammed from your... From my group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we're talking, blah, blah, blah. The next morning at 9 a.m. is our first day of class. After dinner, you know, it's 10, maybe 10.30. We're like, oh, we're going to go out to the bar. Nice. Some of the OU students are going to walk. Um, the Italians offered to drive some of us, so I was like, yeah, I'll drive. Yeah. I ended up in a car with three of the Italians, okay. Nicolo, Frederico, who I was talking with, uh-huh. and Pierre Paolo. Okay. And on the way, I'm, I'm we're in this tiny car, and we're driving to this bar, and I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm in the car with three Italians that I just met. 
Yeah, heading man. to a bar. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah, that is cool. Um, and so the neat, cr- crazy thing about Encona, uh, there's like other bar slash restaurants, but there's only actually there's only one bar bar. Mm-hmm. It's on the port, so in Kansas, the port town. It's on the water. It's outdoors. It's called Laza Barreto. Now, the reason why this is the only bar bar in Encona is because the owner of this bar, her grandfather, is a part of the Italian mob. Oh, that's crazy! And he won't let any other bar open up in that's the area. Crazy. I was like, I was like, damn, Laza has it. Laza has that monopoly. That is nuts, bro. That is nuts. But um. So it's. I don't know. How exciting does it go from there? From getting to the bar? Well, I mean, not that night particularly, but... The whole trip... I mean, it was it was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. The, the whole whole time. You know, the university that we worked at, uh, these they were all uh, economic masters. So we were at the university... Master of, students. Yeah. Master okay. students. Yeah. <laughs> economic <laughs> masterminds! <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh... The university that we were, we were at, it was just like a big square, a big like open courtyard in the middle. Mm-hmm. In the courtyard, there was a big yellow like snail art piece. I was like, mm-hmm. like the weirdest thing, but it was, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, for lunch, I ate at the same place for lunch eight out of ten days of the week for the mm-hmm. two weeks I was there. Oh. It was a place called Paolo. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch, like you'd walk in, they'd have a ton of different pizza options I'd get. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have. Literally all kinds of options. And then it would also have, like, pasta and fish and stuff, too. Right. Two slices of pizza, two euros. Also, I got a 15% student discount. Nice. So it was, like, super cheap and super delicious. That's why I ate there a whole lot. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean, it, it was really awesome. And, like, getting to know all those, you know, students, right. other Italian students. I, I didn't – I got to know some of the German students, but it was mainly the Italians I hung out with. Because we'd go out to Laza Barreto uh-huh. during the night, and it'd be, like – those three, those three guys I was telling you about, yep. and you know maybe like Marie Juliet, the one who I sat by, like yeah. she would show up sometimes. So it was like, I hang out with them for the most part. Um, That's cool. I am curious, okay. because you're only there for a month, mm-hmm. so like you don't get to take off the rose tinted glasses. Yeah, like you know, definitely a month is enough to like. It starts to sink in, like, yeah, culture shock. But yeah, I yeah. feel like because you knew you were leaving, it's not yeah. strong. Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious as to, like, would you want to go back and kind of, like, stay long enough that it's like this isn't, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. paradise anymore? And this is more like you kind of see it for this what life is. just where I'm staying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, literally, we talked about this in the beginning. You know, I want to move to Italy, but, like, mm-hmm. I've already, like, been looking at programs where it's, like, you can do eight month to one year internships yeah. anywhere in the world, and Italy's one of the op- places where you can look at. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that'd be something I'd like to try out. Yeah, because that, I I feel like what I enjoy about a country and getting to know a country, you have to stay there for oh, yeah. a while. You do. Because, and... I, I, you know, for the first so long you're just a tourist exactly like all that stuff that you and jay did like that's just tourist stuff. it's tourists like who, who are the other people there tourists like i yeah. i reckon not many italians do that yeah which and not that that's a bad thing it's really cool to like see that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but it's also i i think um once you get under the surface of like what a culture is rather than what you can see but like 
starting to notice like unwritten rules mm. or um, just like learning more interesting. You know, like I just picked up language. like the you don't get a cappuccino past eleven. Like yeah. that's something, but there's so much more that you right? know. You exactly. Can... It's stuff like that and a lot of times things like that will make you feel like an outsider, like you'll mm -hmm. feel like a foreigner. Yeah, yeah. Um and it can be tough, right? Mm -hmm. Like culture shock is tough. So I'm I mean I'm curious like what that process would look like in Italy. Yeah. It was really so cool. Asking, yeah, yeah. It was really cool like um the uh one of our tour guides for the best tour was from Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. She moved to Italy right after high school, mm -hmm. not knowing any Italian and not having any like job lined up. Mm -hmm. And she's been there for 10 years since. Wow. And is now fluent in Italian, you know, lives yeah. there, works there. See, um, what I the, don't like okay. is whenever someone visit, like say someone went to Italy the same amount of time you did mm -hmm. and then they write a book about it. Oh, you right? cannot do that. Right? No way. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's like, you're writing this as a tourist, right? And yeah, you're just like, kind of like what are you trying to using do? a fantastical mm -hmm. idea of like your setting. Yeah. No, I think for Italy, culture-wise, it wouldn't be as like... I don't know, the, the people of Italy are, are, are very warm. You know, they're, they're all like very like touchy, mm -hmm. you know, very friendly. Like uh, just like some of the things, you know, you'd see people like on the scooters and they would just stop. Mm -hmm. Like at a at a grocery store to like just t yell at the dude for a little bit and they exchange some words and they just keep on going on the scooter. Like it's a very you know, mm -hmm. I, yeah I, I don't know what what exact word I'm looking for, but and that's the thing you can't like whenever it is culture shock like that. Like how how do you describe that? It's like yeah, other than this is different. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely is different. I'm not familiar with this. This is different. This is new for me. And, and like, it takes getting used to. Mm -hmm. It might make you anxious. It might make you really excited. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, the only time or, like, the only moment during the whole trip where I was, like, homesick, because I, I, I normally, like, yeah, like, the whole time while I was there, I was just, like, enjoying it. Yeah. Um, the only time I was really homesick was 4th of July. Yeah. Because, you know, my dad, like, sent videos of all you guys, like, hanging out. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, you know, that, you know, I'm not, yeah. like, I'm upset that I'm not there, you know. Yeah, everyone loves their family, man. Yeah, yeah. But like other than that, like I'm, I, I think, and we both have that itch where we are very willing and like we want to engage in different cultures. Yeah, we're young. We're young. Yeah, yeah. It's just called being young. Being young. But um, but I I I I am really appreciative just having the means to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because some people they just they do not want to leave their country, yeah. their state. They just want to. Well, right. There are people who have want. the means who don't do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I and I've met a lot of people who like. I'll tell them I'm an English teacher and I travel, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I always wanted to do that." And it's like, "But <laughs> like, you but, didn't." <laughs> yeah. But I'm doing it, and you're not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, for like the final takeaways in terms of things that I thought were better in Italy in comparison to the U.S. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like four four topics I'm covering. Pizza. I think sure. the average pizza is better in the u.s oh yeah interesting bit of a twist right yeah i think on general pizza's pa papa john's man <laughs> i'm thinking more like local dover stuff you know like penzo's or you know pangrazio's but if you're gonna say pizza in america domino's is what you think of yeah but like i even even then like you know i i would have different variations of pizza 
in Italy as well. Um, but they, they you just s- don't like all the cheeses. You don't like all the. Are you different- joking? You know how much <laughs> cheese I ate in Italy. <laughs> I love cheese, well, dude. Yeah, yeah. I am a huge fan of cheese. But yeah, I think on general, I like pizza better in the states. Now, I I do need to point out, like the top like top pizzas in Italy, yeah, are better than the top pizzas in the states. Sure. Okay. But like on average, I think pizza's better in the states. Right. Now past that, all pasta is better in Italy, hundred percent. Yeah. Like literally. The variations, the actual pasta itself, it's just all better. Yeah. The sauce, the bread. Yeah, I gotta go. Everything all, love, everything pasta is better pasta. in Italy. Um, second, the ice cream. You know, we call it gelato in Italy. You just call it ice cream. Also better in Italy. Okay. It is much more refreshing than tasteful in Italy. Sure. Um, and then thirdly, the wine. Yeah. If you like wine, wine is better in Italy. I could buy a bottle of wine for four euros oh in, my God. in Italy. And it tastes just as good as like a thirty dollar bottle yeah, in the states. Wow. Yeah, wow. So those are like some of the four dollar wine in U.S. That's like oh, you shit. are you are you're drinking piss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it is sugar water. Yeah, that makes you drunk. Like yeah. <laughs> um, so those are like the the takeaways and you know the terms of the comparison between the two. Okay. Culture wise, um, that's just so tough. Like, oh, yeah. I, I've already like been asked... Like I said, you're only yeah. there for a month. And I've always been asked the question, like, did you like China or, or Italy more? And I'm like, I like them both. Yeah, they, they gotta be way different, too. Yeah, they're so different. Yeah. Um, Another Yeah, world. I mean, I, I, I liked the... Like, I would tell you if I didn't like the culture, mm-hmm. I liked the culture. Like, I liked the culture in China, I liked the culture in Italy, I also mm-hmm. liked the culture in the U.S. So I... If you're, I ever, you're a people's man, Paul. If I ever run into a place where I don't like culture, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> t- talking about people's man. Okay, so... <laughs> First and foremost, all the Italians really liked me. Okay, and this isn't me, like, nice. bragging. This is me saying they would always go, Paul, you are the best. And, like, my, my teammate, Madalina, like, this is a couple days into our group. She's cute. She was, yeah, yeah. Okay, Italians are very attractive. Like, I will just say that also. That's why I need to go back as well. All, like, Italians are super attractive. Um, but she was like, yeah, you know... Um, Everyone's everyone really likes you, Paul. And she's like, yeah, you're always you know positive. So I'm like, oh, that's sweet. She's like, yeah, we we all say you're Figo. And I'm like, what's Figo? And she's like, oh, it's like Italian for just like extremely cool. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that's that's really sweet. Look at that, um, Paul. Not only even like, so she was like, hey, have you had like a pistachio croissant yet? I'm like, I had a pistachio muffin, but not a croissant. She's like, oh, you you'll need to try one. I'm like, oh yeah yeah. A week later, like for class, like for work, she brought a croissant for me, a pistachio oh, croissant. Nice. I'm like, that is so sweet. She's yeah. like, yeah, I can't let you leave later without trying. I'm like, thank you. Um, but yeah, so all the Italians really like me. Furthermore, all of the OU students, even my professors, all relied on me to like be able to do anything. Oh wow, you're so, the like, point of contact. So like, we'd be looking at me, and they're like, oh, Paul, Paul knows, Paul knows. And I'm like. I don't, but like, sure. Or, you know. You got the fake until you make it down. I got it down. They they said, like, I look the most European. They were like, um, which I also don't think was true. You look Polish. Like, you know, you have that Polish. You are not Polish per se, but like Eastern European. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you look very Um, Eastern European. But then. Jan, my friend from Czech Republic, saw a picture of Ben and was like, he looks like he's from. Really? From Eastern Europe. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay. Cool. He um, didn't say Poland. He said like uh, I can't remember who's next to Poland. I don't. Is that Spain? No. No. Poland. Oh, I'm thinking of. No. I'm thinking of. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of. Uh, what's the one? What's next to Spain? Is that Portugal? Yes, you are thinking of. Portugal. I'm thinking of Portugal. 
Yeah, that's my B. Eastern um, Europe, Paul, not Western Europe. Yeah, Eastern. I got you now, Connor. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, we'd be, you know, learning, um, just a second, looking at uh, Lithuania, Estonia, Belarus, mm-hmm. um, Berlin, Denmark. No, not Denmark. Germany, Slovakia. No, Czechia. Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you look Ukrainian. I look Ukrainian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so like, you know, whenever, um, you know, we'd be like instructed by Italians to do stuff, and I'd be like, oh, they want us to do this, and I'd be like, and I'd be right, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, of course Paul would know that, you know, and I'm like, I'm just kind of like, it's re- in English? No, it's in Italian. Oh, okay. I'm just kind of, like, making very good educated guesses. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm reading, you know, the motions and, like, what's going on yeah. to make the predictions. Um, yeah, you get a lot better at that the more you travel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the other thing was, you know, um, obviously, like, a lot of them, you know, was like, oh, Paul can... If I'm with Paul, I don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I flew back with a couple of students, so we all didn't fly back together. But a couple of them, like, were on my same flights. Mm-hmm. And the one uh, person told me, she was like... Uh, yeah, I told my boyfriend not to worry because I'm traveling with Paul. And I was like, <laughs> that seems like kind of ironic, though. Yeah, because yeah. it's like I told my boyfriend not to worry because I'm with another boy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like you know, yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, you, I yeah. just had to bring that up when you said, "Oh, you're the people's person." I was like, yeah, wait, there, uh, there's something there. No, um, for sure, man. For sure. Anyway, Italy, Italia. Italy, Italia. We did it. We did it. The, the next Italy is episode. next is Thailand. Next is the Thailand episode. The Thailand episode, but we gotta not, we gotta not really not not soon, but coming soon. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna bounce. I guess it really depends on like when I get a job and then yeah. when the job wants me there, and then when I want to be there. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, flexibility on that all. And until then, we will uh, just keep it cruising and. Though we're Strasburg, Ohio. (laughs) You're not graduated? No, I got a year. Yeah, that's weird. Back to OU. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, mentioned how I went through a breakup. Yeah, you also said that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll end with that. You know. (laughs) End with the breakup. Well, it's nice because, like, I really appreciate everything that happened in the breakup. Mm Mm-hmm. Or just the relationship in general. I think it was good for me. I grew and I learned a lot. Yeah. I got to get close to another person. Um, but it wasn't working out because most of it was long distance, you know? Yeah, and that's just tough. I mean, long distance is... And it's like you think that, oh, well, these problems that we're having long distance is going to stop when we see each other in person, Mm -hmm. but that's just, like, not how it goes. Like, it still is. Like, you can't just assume. Yeah. Yeah. And and we started dating each other during, like, lockdown, corona, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, no one was going anywhere, so, like, I only saw them. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a, it's a very different to like Way only different. be seeing them and then, you know, yeah, living. So we were like so a quarantine cupid couple, <laughs> and then we went long distance for most of our relationship, and it just didn't really work. Yeah, but it's cool because like there are because I don't think we were compatible in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, th- I'm looking at it now. Just we have differences where, like I'm minimalistic. Mm-hmm. They were very maximalistic. I don't. I don't. A think maximalist. That, I, don't, I don't think they. Maybe they. Maybe that's the word. Things. Yeah, like maximalistic. No, there there is a word for it. I just um, don't think it's maximalistic. It's but not yeah. maxim maximism. Mac, they're maximal. <laughs> right. 
Con- consumeristic. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the thing is, like, we know. it's just stuff like that just kind of didn't really mesh. And then, like, we're both, you know how we did that personality test? Yeah, yeah. We're the same. And apparently my personality specifically is terribly compatible compatible with each other, right? Okay. ENFPs do not make good couples. Okay. Because, like, we both have main character energy. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah. yeah. You can't have two main characters. Uh, yeah, The no. show is kind of... It's not as cool as a show, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. Harry Potter is called Harry Potter, not, not Harry Potter and Ron Weasley. And Emma Watson. And Emma Watson. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like all three of their names aren't in the title, mm-hmm. right? So, and I'm not saying that's how relationships work, per mm-hmm. se, but, like, but it was funny because now I'm, like, I have a better idea of what I want out of a relationship. And I mean, uh, yeah, that's a, like, if you were able to learn something from it, that's, for like, sure. the most you can ask out of something For sure. Like also, like... Just as a baseline, I want, I think I've told this to you, if I ever have kids, I want their mother to speak a different language than me, Mm -hmm. just because I think being bilingual from a very early age is like... It's a huge advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Or advantage, or just like, I think you can think more things, Mm -hmm. right? More words to think. Anyway, um, man, what was I going to say? Yeah, so, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I know, like, things that I want to look for in a relationship, what I want to avoid in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I mean, that's good. Yeah, like, it was it was a good, like, I'm still not ready to kind of, like, see them again. Mm-hmm. You know? There was that. And plus, they kind of, like, towards the end, they were a little low-key cheating on me. Low key, maybe high key, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I don't want to incriminate them in any way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I like I'm 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 not like hopeless. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> yeah, and the show on everyone just being hopeless. Oh, I remember I was gonna say this. Um, Kathleen, my sister-in-law like had mentioned was talking about like one of their friends and they were like oh you know it's like gordon but as a girl like a girl version of gordon (laughs) okay and i'm like okay so like like franny brogan you know yeah yeah i was like i have to find a girl version of franny (laughs) <laughs> like, like then yeah, like, I will find my match. Like, you know? I need to get to work because <laughs> you know Franny's still. We have a very similar personality, but he's much more introverted. So mm. you know, maybe that's what I need. Yeah, <laughs> an introvert. I need to find my girl Franny. 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 Franny is a girl's name. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you could find like I an actual. Literally find Franny. Franny. <laughs> <laughs> Or Francis. I, I have, I've had Francis. Francine. Just Francis, bro. Yeah. I've met Francis's that are girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. Francine. I haven't met a Francine. Yeah, I don't know. I was just saying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have not met a Francine. <sighs> well, that was a good ketchup. Yeah, good old mustard. Good old mustard and ketchup good episode. Good old mustard and ketchup. Thanks for the... Thanks for mustard and ketchup being with us. Yeah. Until next time when we will be talking about iCarly again. Yep, our regular tuned, I know, by popular demand, it will be back. I mean, we only have like five more episodes of the season to talk about. I think we stopped like halfway through. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to catch up, too, so I, like... Yeah, well, we'll... So it's less you telling and more us, like... Explaining. Yeah. Telling so, together. So, so, yeah, telling together. Yeah. So I have fresh thoughts from it. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We're getting there. All right. Uh, thanks, folks. Thanks, folks. Then see you later. Italy. Italy. How do they say goodbye in Italy? Ciao. It's just ciao? Ciao's hello. Ciao's goodbye. Ciao. 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 <laughs> ciao. 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 Thank you.